Good evening and welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite Korean football podcast, which continues to be about continues to be about football even though there's not much to talk about. This is also, I think, it's, you'll find it's the only K-League fo- the only K League football podcast that is weekly as well. Especially this week. Especially this week, yeah. It's very weak. <laughs> Episode 47, I think this is. Uh, 47? Wow. Who thought we'd get by 7 without getting taken off the air? And by 7, I mean 7 minutes. I don't mean 7 episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's been a, a bumpy ride, but looking forward to episode 52. So I assume we'll have some kind of anniversary special. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't be done in a bar, definitely. Uh, maybe it's... Maybe somewhere in Jongno. I think we tried that time when we went to the Galbi restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe try it again. We'll get some fem- <coughs> female assistants in to help us. Uh, yeah, we'll call that Ajima over again. She was very helpful. We should also do like a highlight, a clip show at some point, don't you think? Um, there's highlights? <laughs> <laughs> the one week when we're too lazy to actually record, we just put the best, the best bits of the previous 52 weeks out. <laughs> as a one minute... But for me, the highlight was roughly somewhere around September. <laughs> what? what? That was, that's when Stevie <laughs> left. <laughs> and they said we, would, we, would, we couldn't continue without them, yeah? I think it's gone on to bigger and better things. It got stronger and stronger as the time goes by. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we don't have that dead weight dragging you down. That's what happens, you know what I mean? <laughs> Although, we, we, we perhaps do need his input when it comes to challenge. Well, that's the challenge for us going forward for next season is that we don't need to include anyone with ginger hair on the podcast. Stevie, you know we're kidding. We love you and we miss you. At least until you pay us the 36,000 <laughs> Which I'm sure is why you didn't meet me in Glasgow, but anyway. So, Paul, what's the idea behind the intro music? Uh, it's a nice Scottish band for you. It is, yeah. yeah. From... Okthermokti, but I feel if I say that, Steve will just tweet the podcast and say they're from Edinburgh. Yeah, so it's all about walking 500 miles, which I think I had to do today to go and buy your dinner and bring it here for you, because apparently you can't walk 500 miles yourself at the minute. Yeah, I can't walk 500 centimetres at the minute. Uh, I, have, I have a sporting injury. I, I need to make a substitution on the podcast. Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. How long are you going to be out for? Uh, I'm in a cast for two weeks. Okay, not too bad then. Yeah. It's not one of those nine-month out-for-the-season jobbies. Isn't that pregnancy? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm laid up. Can't, can't, can't go about my usual uh, energetic manoeuvres. You, sl- you slipped on some, some uh, liquid after watching a Bambino video, apparently. Uh, yes. <laughs> I did. It was on the way to the subway and I, and I had to quickly run in because of the video and I should probably just have kept walking. Because uh, as I quickly ran in, I ran into the door. But yeah, uh, damaged damaged ligaments. But don't worry, the doctor said that everything's okay. It's just two out of the three. I don't know what that means. <laughs> so apparently... So we should have used meatloaf, two out of three ain't bad. Oh, that's what we should have done, yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll just contact uh, avid podcast listener Dan Harris and ask him exactly what he means by two out of the three ligaments. And do I really have three ligaments in my foot? Apparently not anymore. Apparently not anymore, yeah. Dan, if you're listening, um, yeah, I'm resting up and it's on ice, I promise. Okay, so enough about your health. Should we get on to the, the nuts and bolts of the podcast? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I think the first thing we're going to start with is the result of uh, the best 11. It was obviously my team against your team. We're going to put it through our our state-of-the-art football simulator. Yep. Have you done that? Well, uh, somebody somebody threw a wrinkle into the mix, didn't they? A wrinkle or a wrench? A wrinkle. A wrinkle? A wrench. Uh, avid podcast listener Gary um, finally got around to responding to us with his own best 11. So I, f- I think it's only fair that we give it due consideration. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to lose out to both of ours, but... It, it should also be noted at this point in time that every time we say avid podcast listener... Avid is the name of another podcast that people listen to. It's actually really popular, unlike ours. So it's not it's not Avid as in like listen a lot. It's actually the name of another podcast. So Paul, obviously you have all the facts and figures there right in front of you, and you're not going through your phone right now to try and scramble and find out what Gary's team was, yeah? Uh, no, I've got it right here in front of me in a, in a lovely uh, laminated four four two formation that he's. Yeah. So we don't have to do the whole uh, sound effects that we did with the envelopes last week? I don't know. You've got to do the laminated sound effect this week. <laughs> uh, should we start? Right, so he's, he's given us a 4-4-2 formation. It's going to lose. And he's, his manager was Kim uh, Nam Ki Il of Kwangju. His manager is Nam Ki Il of Kwangju? Is that the actual Kwangju manager? Couldn't say for sure off the top of my head. Um, I'm not sure actually. No doubt, uh, avid podcast listener, the Ginger Hobbit at the Ginger Hobbit will <laughs> t- tweet in and let us know. Yes, he's not a manager of Grandview. He played for Aberdeen in the forties. I'm pretty sure Gary's just come with the same tactic that we did. It's like pick out all the players he wants and then fill whatever's left with Grandview. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Right. If we move on to his actual playing eleven, in goal he had. Ebom Young of Busan. Oh, somebody else with that idea. A, a, yeah. Should we just disqualify his his team for doubling up on players, picking players that aren't actually available? Yes. Uh, in defence, his left back was Hong Chol of Suwon. Okay, that's an interesting place to put Hong Chol. Centre backs was Jonjic of Incheon. Ooh. And E Kangjin of Tejon. Okay. And his right back was Chowdhury. Hey, don't you wish your right back was... Okay. Uh, in midfield... It's been, it's been a 4-4-2, you said, right? Yeah. Okay, sweet. In midfield, he's got, on left side of midfield, Leonardo of Jumbuk. Okay, I never thought about that one, actually. Yeah, that would work. In the centre, he's got Yunbik Garam of Cheju. Oh, I think that, I think that rings a bell. Kim Dohun of Songnam. Hi. Oh, yep. And then in right midfield, he's got Komyol of X of Boang. He's actually moved on now, hasn't he's, he? He's never John Book now, yeah. <clears throat> but that's a pretty... I would say that's a... <clears throat> out of the three midfields, that could be probably the strongest midfield, I think. I never thought about putting Leonardo on the left. Uh, so, that yeah, that, that is a pretty strong midfield for, from Gary's point of view. And then up front, he's got Ristich of Chunnam. Or Stevo. Stevo, OK. Yeah. And the Wookiee from Ulsan. Oh. I'm not sure how that partnership would work. You know, you, they're quite you mean, similar, aren't they? Like yeah. big guys to lump the ball up to. I mean, it's like dumb and dumber, like useless and useless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really quite sure. Uh, 
yeah, I mean, neither one of them is. I mean, I'm going to say it's going to sound crazy. I'm sure we all know someone who might, you know, I mean, who can argue with this. But I think uh, I, I don't find Lubicki particularly prolific. I know he he was a golden boot. Oh, I, I get that. I understand. But even even then, you don't really feel like he actually is that big a threat. And Stebo, Stebo, he's a bit past his Stebo, isn't he? Yeah. So that could be. I think that that could be the kind of front two that if they don't perform well at all, they're going to be absolutely howling. As opposed to there's no middle ground with those two. You know, yeah. what I mean, they're either good, or in Mookie's case, great, or they're absolutely an utter horrendous. I think he's midfielder. Kim Do-young is an epic midfielder. I love him in midfield. Leonardo on the left gives a bit of, and I guess he gives you a bit of zip, but he can also contribute with a few goals as well. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he did pretty well with John Book two years ago. Um, so, yeah, that, you, you could get goals coming from there. Kim Do-young, set pieces. His right winger was... Komiol of Pohang. Komiol. Young player a year, two years ago. I think we said that last week as well, but... Yeah. So he said, solid at the back, apart from Dury. Plenty of flair and goals in midfield, and with Steve and the Wookiee to bash the goals up in front. Plus, Nam's a managerial genius. I would agree with some of that, but definitely not Nam's a managerial genius. Um, it's presumably not too bad if you got Kwangju promoted in and, 14 and, uh, yeah. and kept them up this year. Yeah, and kept up, yeah. Okay. I'm not <laughs> sure about his solid at the back with a, with a Dej on central midfield, uh, central defender, though. And a Pusan goalkeeper. Well, best goalkeeper in the K League, as far as I'm concerned. Well, we'll see where he moves to next. <laughs> uh, I actually, because. Uh, Gary only came to Korea beginning of last year, right? So he's seen one one season of K League football. Plus, he's listened to, I think he's listened to all of our podcasts. So mm-hmm. His knowledge of the K League is basically based on that. So I asked him how he uh, actually came up with this, and he said he did some statistical analysis. But I wasn't sure if he was being serious or or uh, taking the the Mickey. But anyway, we'll. Uh, <coughs> uh, I, I guess it's a bit late to get to get Miroslav's opinion on yeah. on this team and don't really well we could ask Ali but that would give us two opinions so we'll, just, we'll stick that into the, the simulator and see yeah, what comes out see what comes up a three way tournament unless someone else wants to send us their best 11 by by Friday by Friday <laughs> <laughs> by, by mid, midnight on Friday <laughs> and the podcast going <laughs> quarter to midnight uh, if they can send it to us on Monday, we'll, we'll punch it in uh, during the day on Monday. Yeah. Right. So that's... And we'll have a definitive best 11 in next week's podcast. Yep. Definitely. Hopefully. Definitely. Possibly. Definitely. Maybe. Uh, it'll, it's coming right on the back of the heels of the vlog. <laughs> I mean, of our, of our experience at the game, <laughs> which was... Six months ago. Six months ago. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was like maybe four. That was that was our second attempt. That was our second attempt. Yeah, but all the videos are there. They're all done. I just need to like walk somewhere, splice them together. I'm finding time. That's the main thing. Like my boss has me working nine to five, trying to make a living. Dear God, we're gonna have a, a podcast of puns or lyrics, <laughs> and then get Ali on next week and have a podcast of Huns. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's safe to have you two on the podcast together. 
It probably is now that you can't run after him. Yeah. He can yeah. say what he wants and run away. And <laughs> like I'm Jason. You're like some old man with a walking stick saying, Get off my lawn! <laughs> it's a nightmare, mate. The, the thing is, that just to, to get a bit graphic about it here, uh, the guy, I think, you know, the guy who put the cast on, maybe wasn't the sharpest tool in the box. Um, and what he did was he, he put the cast on, so he took my sock off. It, it's my ankle, right? But it's yeah. my whole foot and on my leg, yeah? Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a cast all the way up in my, uh, the back of my knee. Uh, and to put on the cast, uh, he never really thought that it's minus 14 outside and now my toes are bare. Um, and because my, I can barely find socks to fit me in Korea anyway, because I have big feet. Yeah. Um, and so now I have even bigger feet, right? So the only thing I could find to cover up my poor little bare minus 14 frostbitten toes was a hat. Not a baseball cap, but a woolly hat. So I have a woolen hat taped around my, my foot, held together by the straps of an open-toed sandal. It's a thing of beauty, guys. We'll maybe try to put a photograph up on the podcast website for all you guys who want to listen to it. Listen to it? Look at it, even. Yeah, let's not do that. We've got few enough listeners as we don't want to put them off. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Did you get I'll any... Put it, I'll put it on a Facebook group instead. <laughs> I can just link it from the one you put up on your personal Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Share. All right. So now we're well into January, aren't we? And obviously the yes, we are. the K League and the KFA have been making preparations for this season, and they've come up with a couple of pieces of important news about the format of this year's FA Cup and the format of this year's league. Yeah, interesting, and they definitely big changes. Yeah. Whether uh, they're good changes or not, I'm unsure, but definitely big changes. So let's start with the FA Cup. Uh, you want to make the announcement? Yeah, so this year, <laughs> after the last couple of years of having the kind of lottery system, we've been against to, to the semi-final, where, you know, if one team plays an R team, depending on who it is, the final might be held at Seoul Stadium or John Book Stadium or Songnam Stadium or Incheon Stadium or whoever's in, the, whoever's in the semi-finals, yeah? Yeah. And it's, there really seems to be not, not really a clear rhyme or reason actually for how, or how they pick it. Um, and in the last two years, it's seen FC Seoul play the, the final in their home ground. Yep. Uh, losing to Songnam two years ago and defeating Incheon last year, yeah? Yep. So I guess maybe because of that alone, the, FA, the KFA have decided to bring back the idea of a, a two-legged final. So one home and one away. Which they only did once in 2007, I think. 2007, yeah. Between doing that the one year and and going to this lottery season, I think they did a couple of they did it on a neutral ground a couple of times, didn't they? They did it in Jeju. Yeah, I think so. On yeah. a weekday morning or <laughs> something ridiculous something like that. Something crazy. Yeah. Jeju on a Sunday, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So gonna be home and away FA Cup final this year. Are you, are you for that or against it? Um, I tweeted that I was for any change because I hate I hate the lottery system. I think it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't the change I was looking for, to be honest. So. I think for me. Um, Let's just pick two, two, probably two of the teams that are most likely to be in the final, yeah? yeah. And just analyse how they're going to approach it, yeah? So you're probably going to find either Songnam or FC Seoul in the final. Yeah. So been there the last two years in a row. Kim Hackbomb seems to be able to steer his team towards, you know, like 
cup matches, yeah, okay, we, we lost to Osan, but technically we should have beat Osan that night. <coughs> so, if you imagine either So or Songnam in the final, Che yep. or Kim Hak Bum are just going to approach it the home game in one way, and that is, or the away game, sorry, well, the first leg, actually, yeah. and that's going to be draw it off the first leg's going to be a nil-nil draw, right? Definitely. That's how they're going to play it, with the idea of winning the final on penalties. So I think you're going to end up seeing 180 minutes plus extra time plus penalties to win a final, where you would have saw 90 minutes plus extra time plus penalties to win it. So I think it's just a, a, an extra added fixture. Also, at that time of year, it's Baltic. Like It's not that they're going to get crowds coming out for two games. They can barely get crowds coming out for one game. So you, what, you're going to fill two, two stadiums like in the freezing cold? It seems a bit of a shame that because the the first leg's on a Wednesday night, right? Yeah. So for most teams, they can barely get even even for an FA Cup final, they can barely get enough like a, a significant amount of people travelling away on on a weekend. They're not going to get anyone travelling away on no. a Wednesday night, are they? No. So what you're looking at is <clears throat> unless the the first leg is in, for example, um, Pohang, Seoul, Jeonbuk, or Suwon, <laughs> no chance. Um, then you're looking at a half-empty stadium. And even then, even if it's so, it's not about a half-empty stadium. How many Seoul fans are going to turn up for the FA Cup final midweek maybe 15, in December? 15,000 maybe. Yeah, the end of November into December, freezing. So, and then the, the, the second leg, okay, Seoul fans travel, Suwon fans travel, and Jumbuk fans travel. But what if you get Songnam? At home on the Wednesday, and then they're away to Jonam in the final. You're going to get like a ridiculous crowd. For me, it just makes sense to host the final in Seoul World Cup Stadium. No matter who plays there, you just choose. The, it's the it's the biggest stadium. It's the capital city. There's 20 million people live there. People from Jeonju, Suwon, Pohang, Jeju, all live and work in Seoul. If their team's in the final, they'll stay down that weekend. They won't go back to their hometown. Even even if Seoul are in the final, yeah, well, exact same as in Scotland. I mean, like when Hamden was closed for renovation, yeah. the, the finals were either played at Celtic Park or at Ibrox. I've said that we're in the final, use half the stadium. I mean, like, or or you choose John Book in the middle of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? But like, Seoul is the biggest. Like, whether people like FC Seoul or not, like whether it's a stadium that you like or not and the, the fact of the matter is with transportation with the, with the amount of this demograph around it it makes sense to play it in Seoul World Cup Stadium from, from a fairness point of view probably somewhere like Tejon would be the obvious choice it's roughly in the central <coughs> you'd assume that wherever the teams that end up being from unless it's actually Tejon they're going to be travelling roughly the same distance I mean yeah but with and the QTX things I mean I don't know, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think, <coughs> I mean, like, Dejon might be in the middle, but I don't think it's, it's any easier to get from Pohang to Dejon than it is to get from Pohang to, to, to Seoul. It's damn sight easier to get from Jeju to Seoul. Yeah, yeah. Um, book to Dejon, I have no idea, book to Seoul, easy. Sorry, sorry, Jeonju. Jeonju to Dejon, not too bad. So, I mean, so I, I think it just makes sense for me to play in, in, in Seoul World Cup Stadium. And if so, get there, so get there. But at least, at least at the beginning of the season, it's a, you know that like you, you you say, okay, fine, this is the stadium. Here's where we're going to play it, and everyone gets that day out and so. And as I said, 
a city of about 20 million people, um, they, there's enough local fans, they, and you know, there's enough POSCO employees that live, you know, they, they work in Seoul that will get shoehorned into Seoul World Cup Stadium. Yeah. Um, there's enough Shindy employees that they'll get shoehorned into Seoul World Cup Stadium. So at the end of the day, I don't, I think that's your 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 best bet for maximising the crowd. Because the hardcore they'll they'll go wherever it's going to be, right? <coughs> yeah. And then, so the, then the, the hangers-on will be whether it's the Puang workers from down the Puang yeah. state uh, factory or the Puang workers from headquarters. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, if you look at it, if it was Songnam in the final, uh, so walk up stadium, you would get all the the Songnam ultras that travel anyway. They would all go pretty close, and you would get all the city hall employees who get told to go. So I mean, I can't. I don't think you would. I don't think you, you would lose. Numbers. I don't think you would have a lower crowd having it in Seoul, but I think having it on a Wednesday night and then on a Sunday, Saturday. Um, yes, one or the other. One or the other. Uh, I think you're looking at probably having pretty low attendances at both games, unless the second leg was played in Seoul. So you, you think this will be a one-off exper- experiment, and we'll have a different format next year? No, it's the KFA. I think that this will be a three-year experiment because they still think the split works. Um, so I think this will be a three-year experiment, and then and maybe in three the years they'll change it again. I guess the split's done by the K League rather than the KFA, but yeah, but you, you, I mean, Korean football organisations in general. Yeah. Okay. And uh, just mentioning the K League, they've also made some changes to the. Format for this year, not got rid of the split like you wanted, but yeah, and amazing that I have an opinion about this as well. <laughs> so, analysis of last year comparing the K League to other major leagues around the world found that the average number of goals per game was significantly lower than other other leagues. Mm-hmm. Not just like really significantly lower, so yeah. a really poor goals per game average. So the K League boffs put their brains together, tried to come up with something. Some way to you know, boff is French for idiot. <laughs> the Kaylee boffins. Thank you. <laughs> put, their, put their heads together and try to come up with something, something to counteract this or to encourage more goals to be scored. And what what did they come up with? <coughs> they decided that I make it this wrong, but they decided that if two teams are on the same number of points, yep. there is goals scored as opposed to goal difference that will be the deciding factor as to who finishes above the other. Seems like we're going back to the the, the uh, old days in in England. Why didn't we give three points for a win? Two points for a win. Well, so was it two for a win and one for a draw? Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what can I say? Uh, I mean, I get where they're coming from, but I don't think it's going to change a single thing about, about the key league. I don't think you're all of a sudden going to see... Uh, che or Kim Hagbom suddenly instruct their teams to go out and put 5-6 past the team ultimately points are still going to be more precious than goals but I mean if we look at last year's league table ignoring points and just looking at um, goal difference and then goals for so Chumbuk had a, a goal difference of eight plus eighteen, Suwon plus seventeen, Pohang plus seventeen, Seoul plus eight, Songnam plus eight, and Cheju minus one yeah. in the top six. 
But if we turn that into goals scored, then Suwon had 60, Chumbuk 57, Cheju 55, Seoul, uh, Puang for, uh, Seoul 52, Puang 49, and Songnam 41. Yeah. So, I mean, Songnam end up in roughly the same place anyway, yeah? That goes, they, I mean, points minus, yeah? Yeah. <coughs> but I think the big difference, and the reason why, for, for me, it doesn't work, is you have Jeju, who, yeah, they, they score 55 goals, but they, they leaked 56. So why, if points... If a team had to fall in the same points, why should Jeju finish, let's say, above Pohang? Because Pohang only scored 49 goals, but a goal difference of 17. But Jeju like, scored six goals more, so they would end up... I mean, they, if, if they're on the same points. I mean, obviously, you know, that would have to be the main factor as, as obviously points. But I just think that goal scored, um, I don't think it encourages better football or maybe encourages teams to, to, to attack more maybe but I, I cannot see I, I don't think we'll see any difference until well into the season right yeah because at the beginning of the season everyone's going to play like they normally do they should try yeah. and get a win for sure but they'll still try not to lose when they go away to Chombuk or etc etc and it's only perhaps only in the last couple of games of the season when they see oh we're going for trying to get into the Asian Cup places and someone's neck and neck with us so therefore realise we better score a few more yeah. goals but I think where you, would, where you might have seen the difference would have been Songnam in the last five games of the season like in the last five games Songnam uh, were <coughs> they, they went into the table third like fourth looking pretty good for the ACL um, they, I mean they had home games against Seoul uh, and Suwon uh, and then a, a final home game against Jeju, yeah. So they, they looked as if they were, like, as if you know they were looking at probably going to clinch an ACL spot. Um, but what? But instead, instead of going out and trying to beat those teams, instead of trying to beat, uh, you know, like the other five teams, they actually ended up getting like three draws in a row: draws against Suwa and Jongbuk and Pohang. So maybe if they were thinking about. Should we need to score more goals? Maybe they would have went attacking and tried to actually win those games instead of like, just trying to stifle the the opposition. Um, so it might have made a difference, maybe. But then it might make it even worse because maybe they've they realised well we're already nine goals behind uh, Suwon and Pohang, so let's just you know draw you know like play for, for draws. I don't know. Personally, I just think it's a bad idea. Yes, your, your your comments are noted, and we'll revisit this in December. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might it might work well, but as I said, I honestly cannot see uh, teams in in Korea. I can't see the Korean mentality changing uh, for for some of the managers that, that are that are there. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. The the, te- the the way the style that the teams play is a function of their manager, right? And he's like Choi Young Soo is quite conservative. Yeah loves to base his tactics on the AC Milan of the 80s, which was all about 1-0 wins. Right? Yeah. So he's not going to suddenly change that, I don't think. No. He's, I mean, he's not going to go gung-ho and try and win five or six. I more. mean, he came out last, at the beginning of last year and said, because uh, last close season, uh, Chung Mong-gu, the, the, the head of the KFA, basically called the managers together and criticised them for playing really boring 
defensive football. So they all said, oh, we're going to be really attacking this year. And Trey actually came out and said on FC Soul's website, oh, I'm going to do some really attacking football this year. I didn't see any change at all in his No, I didn't see any. And the song that didn't, definitely didn't play... Well, maybe they did play more attacking football than before. Uh, but it was more a case of get a goal and sit back. Yeah. Again, like the idea of, as you said, you know, the, the Italian teams of the 80s. Yeah. So, I guess once we get some some live games going, once the season starts, we'll we'll see if there's any impact or not. Yeah. And talking of that, fixtures. They're out. They're out. So let's start with match one and work our way all the way through to match thirty-three. <laughs> no? no. Okay. So we're, we're basically pick the highlights. Yeah, we're gonna do, do a prediction for each game now, are we? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I may get the Jeju Pohang one correct this time. <laughs> right. Uh, first match of the season. It's effectively the charity shield, isn't it? Yeah. As, as we'd call it back home. But it actually counts for something. So, Solo going away to Chumbuk, first game of the season. Uh, last year's league winners at home to the last year's FA Cup winners. So, last year, Seoul went to Chumbuk. They won one and lost one. Yes. This year, Seoul have done quite a bit of strengthening so far, which we'll come to in early February when we do our transfer special. Chumbuk have done a bit of strengthening as well. Mm, definitely. I guess it's a bit early to predict what's going to happen, but yeah, it should be a good game, I think. I mean, I mean it, it, it should be. I mean, I guess it's not always the two biggest teams in the league that you know, like the FA Cup and the in the league uh, winners. But I think looking at what's happened in the in the close season. Uh, you'd have to say that right now it's the two teams that you've been looking at as being the two biggest teams in the league this season yeah um, I think on, on paper as it is at the moment we've still got what uh, about 10 days left of the transfer window yeah. but on paper you'd have to think these two are going to be favourites for the league this year you'd have to I mean unless the reason why Robin van Persie has refused to move to China is because he had of his, his, his admiration for Kim Hak Bum uh, then I think you're probably looking at it being those two teams a little bit the, the, the big two yeah? unless Puang have got rid of Thiago to Songnam because they're going to sign Van Persie and Etu and yeah. and uh, uh, who's the other guy oh Torres <laughs> as their three foreigners for the year it's unlikely so yeah you're looking at it as being probably those are going to be the two big teams yeah Yeah. Uh, where, where what, who have Songnam got first up Epic first game um, on the uh, Saturday as well. well I love Saturdays. Uh, Two PM kickoff. We host uh, the Chickens at Tanchon. A uh, chance for revenge after the beat is one 0 but their goal was chopped off. <laughs> so um, don't know how that's revenge. Uh, but yeah, it'll also be the first game for me with my new season ticket in the temporary stand. Uh, you're going. You're going to get a season ticket as well as well. Uh, I'm going to get a ten game on it, so. It's worth it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll go at least ten games just to have nothing else ten like this year. <laughs> they don't think like well, yeah. I, I probably. I mean, I'm not going to get a season ticket, so because you, you can't. A, you can't have two. First of all, like that's just disgraceful. Um, and B. Did Allison not have two the other year? Yeah, he did. Um, and B. Uh, I don't actually think I would go to because of other games that, that I want to go to. Yeah. You know, because I want to go to challenge games. You know, I'm going to go and yeah, go to a couple of, a couple more Elan games this year. Uh, I do want to, you know, that's still like going to Anyang, Butchan, 
And there are, there are times when Seoul are at home or Songnam are at home, but I want to go and see Butch on Anyang or something. So yeah, I mean, I can't justify two two season tickets. So a, t- a ten game season ticket gets you into twelve games anyway. So, oh, does it? Yeah. Mm. I mean, a ten game season ticket gets me into the ACL games. Yeah. Plus another seven. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, nine. <laughs> Sorry, is what I meant. <laughs> nine. Well, yeah. Because it's a 10 game ticket, but you said it's 12 games, yeah? Ah, uh, yeah. So that's like three ACL games then pumped out and then nine league games. <coughs> but no, so I probably will do that. But uh, my only concern about getting a season ticket in the temporary stand is there's no roof. And what they've done this year is they've actually made it in separate sections. Mm. So, so I'm actually. Can't. In, well, I, I can't go on Skysock. I can stay in W with the Ajamas, which probably with the way my foot looks right now would not be a bad idea. But uh, back to the game, yeah, we're welcoming Suwon, uh, our fiercest bitter rivals, if you don't count Inchon. Um, so yeah, it's been a massive game, it's a massive opening game for for, for Songnam. So I, I think it's a big game for, for the Key League, I mean you've got you know, like Songnam Suwon, there's a bit of feistiness, you've, and you've got you know, like John Book, John Book Seoul. On at the same time as well. Same time, yeah. I think it's two pretty good games. I'm assuming you'll be at uh, John Book? Uh, most likely, yeah. If not, there's a space next to me to brew the chickens. If it's raining, you're stuffed. But who, who have uh, Suwon FC got for their opening game in the in the classic? Uh, they're away to Jonam. Tough game, right? Jonam normally starts. Yeah, early. yeah. I mean, Jonam usually are like the brightest team, aren't they? Uh, that, yeah, it's a tough game. And then their second game is to host Songnam, who are generally reasonably good on the on the road as well. So. So when, when do you think they might get their first win then? Um, I think they're looking at probably their first win will be when they go uh, maybe in April when they go to Sangju. Um, I, I don't. I'm, I mean, every time we do this, I say I don't rate the Sangju team, but I think this year I really don't rate the Sangju team. Uh, I think if they don't beat Sangju, then it could be a. You don't think they might get a, a result at home to Kwangju the week before? Kwangju started. Brilliantly last season as well. I would imagine that we start brightly again this year. All right. So what what other games are you looking forward to this year? Uh, for pick, me, you're going to pick one or two highlights. Yeah, I'm going to pick. Yeah, for, for for me, there's two games that I that I love going to. Uh, actually, there's three games, but we so one at home. I'm not going to pick another another chicken game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love going. I love going to uh, the Big Bird. It's just I love being in that away end. It's, it's epic. But I think the only event that may actually be better uh, is being at Incheon. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to uh, Incheon away, which uh, is pretty soon as well. It's like uh, the 9th of, of April. Okay. So four games into the season. Um, yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great stadium. You're right on the pitch. Okay, there's no roof, which means it's even better if it rains because you get to dance like the kind of day in, in a monsoon. Um, you can't get beer in there unless you take it in. It was like they didn't stop us at all. So yeah, yeah, going there. Sonam have a great record at Incheon. Yeah, that's highlight number one. And highlight number two is going to be another away game, uh, and it's going to be the first time that we visit uh, your patch. Um, when presumably you'll be using one of your ten-game season ticket things. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. That's why I don't want to get. Yeah, that's why I'm, I don't want really to get a season ticket or not. Yeah. So that first game is the 29th of June. Day before my birthday. I was about to say that red letter day in, in history. 
not just not only is it when we go to Sangam and win again, but it's also when Paul was born. One day after. And when we had a fight in the Shinchan with some idiot bar owner. Which we did on my birthday last year. <laughs> yeah. I remember your birthday. Oh god, yeah, that was the god I, yeah. Will we be falling downstairs this time as well? Um who knows? So I guess we'll be having your birthday celebration at, at, after the game then, yeah? I'll be 40 this year, so... Yeah, my, my, my arse is 40. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I guess I should pick a couple of highlights. Yep, so what are your highlights, Paul? I mean, I can think of one of them, but... Oh, what are you going to say? Uh, it's got to be the first trip to Suwon in the Big Bird, yeah? Uh, no. Oh, okay. My first highlight would be my... F- First trip to the other suit one. Oh, okay. So I was half right. So I did go there for the, the playoff game against Elan last year, as a in the bitter cold and pouring rain with Alistair. Yep. Um, and the stadium's a bit crappy, but it's the the club have got a good setup, I think. So I, I really enjoyed the way they treated us. And but yeah, it'd be nice to see. Because the, the ultimate dream is to go to Anyang for an away trip, but that's not going to happen this year, is it? So. Suwon or the other Suwon's the next best thing, I guess. Yep. Um, They're not so super matchy. Yeah. Hopefully we won't get beat 5-1. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, yeah. <coughs> uh, the other game I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm not quite sure when it's going to be or where it's going to be, but it'll be the game where we cl- clinch the league this year. Um, okay, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, Ronaldo's debut. For Songnam, not sure when it's going to be, but roughly about the same time, I think. When, when a fl- going to celebrate with having flying pigs over the. I mean, it should be added. I'm talking about Ronaldo, the Brazilian, the fat ball guy, <laughs> and not Ronaldo, the Portuguese player. Just so you know, yeah. Not, not the uh, the Portuguese McDonald's clown. Yes. Ronaldo McDonald. Ronaldo McDonald. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I th- now that the fixtures are out and can start looking forward to away days and planning Diablos trips to the beach and etc etc I'm actually kind of really looking forward to seeing some live football again yeah I have to be honest I've actually really missed it um, it's one thing watching uh, TV like, like watching football on TV but it's another thing to actually be there and amongst it um, and I think I mean I, I know we do, we're not going to preview and discuss every single game. I mean, I get that. Yep. But I would just like to add that uh, the first game, as, as we said, is Songnam hosting Suwon. The second game for me is uh, Suwon FC hosting Songnam. So I guess I'll be watching them play Suwon two weeks in a row. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll be at that one. And then the following day, I guess I'll be at Seoul Sangju for, for the first Seoul home game of the season. Against a somewhat bogey team. Yeah. But, I mean, I think I'm, really, I'm looking forward to it. We're only talking about maybe five weeks now. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not sure my girlfriend is, but I'm looking forward to it anyway. When do you think Seoul will get their first win? Because last few seasons they've mm. been renowned as slow starters, right? So I think uh, you're looking at match day three. Three? Match day three. You'll gub in, Sean, about four or five now, uh, as you always do. Uh, I, I don't think you'll beat John Book. I'm not saying John Book will beat you, but I don't think you'll beat John Book. I think that first game of the season, the unfurling of the flag and all that stuff, John Book will probably just edge it. It was the only game that they actually outplayed Songnam 
all of last season. Yeah. They did beat us twice, but it was the only game that they actually out- outplayed us because they were untouchable in that first half. Yeah. They were just buoyed by everything, the new signings, the huge crowd. I mean, they, it was they, it was an amazing crowd. Um, so I think they were too much for Seoul that game. What, what will happen over the course of the season, we'll see, but I think that game definitely. Sangju, as you said, bogey team. Yeah, I think I've watched Sangju beat Seoul twice now. Um, maybe, maybe not beat them, but definitely... I don't think I've ever seen Seoul beat Sanger. I think they beat them last time they were. They did. Yeah, uh, they did. I was, I, was, I was at that game. I think they beat them. Maybe beat them twice. Maybe Sanju won twice and maybe two draws. And then Seoul won in the FA Cup. Yeah, but, but yeah, I think. Yeah. Ter- exactly. Terrible record against Sanju. Yeah, I, 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 it was definitely at one game at Sangam where I'm sure they won. I'm sure it was 1 0 or 2 1. I can't really remember. Uh, but yeah, Seoul versus Inchon. My money's on you beating. Uh, the, the last two years, uh, just just in case someone that's a bit of a a uh, perfectionist is out there, I can't say this for sure, but Seoul fans generally say that in the last two years, the first wins come against Jeju both years. Okay. Now the bad thing about this year is that Jeju will be the eleventh team we play. <laughs> okay, that's not good. <laughs> the last the last game of round one or, or the first round of fixtures, shall we say? So, if they're still winless, come the uh, 22nd of May looks like it's going to be a long hard season yeah, it's going to be uh, no I mean I think you'll definitely I think you'll beat Incheon I, I, I cannot see you not beating Incheon you have a pretty good record against Incheon yeah A you do and B Incheon I think Incheon have only strengthened with that uh, Vietnamese kid or maybe Thai kid or maybe Vietnamese kid or Filipino yeah. kid whatever he is talking of Chumba they've already played a couple of friend, pre-season friendlies so Last Friday they played Borussia Dortmund. Uh, I think they're on they're on their training camp in the UAE, are they, or Qatar, somewhere in the Middle East, anyway, aren't they? Uh, they played Dortmund in, in Dubai. In Dubai, so. Yeah. And right now they're playing. I always get this team name wrong, but right now they're playing Al Ali. Which which one? There's a couple of Al Ali's. Presumably the the UAE one, is it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. As opposed to the Saudi one. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, Al Ali, the non-Saudi team. So last, well, last year's Champions League finalists. I think so, yeah. But we can do an update on that game next week once we actually... Because the game, I think it starts soon. I don't know if it's actually started yet. But they did play a game last Friday against Dortmund. They did indeed. How did they get on? Didn't go very well for them, I don't think. Uh, I mean, losing 4-1 to Dortmund, I don't know whether they would consider that as being more about the exposure for their name as they try to create this mega brand in Korea. Yeah. Or if they actually hope to keep it tighter against Dortmund. Um, I'm unsure. Uh, they did. I mean, it was. Uh, it started off. Um, uh, Marco Rus scored scored first. Uh, Edon Guk equalised. Uh, typical Edon Guk goal. You know, like fired in cross and out jumping a defender who was smaller when he jumped than he was when he stood still. <laughs> um, and then Dortmund just ran riot after that, basically. Yeah. Uh, Castro. Make it 2-1. And then we got a goal for the Korean player, Park, Park Juho. Uh, another Korean player who obviously made his name going through the hardships and the tough Korean university team league and making his way up and making it through the challenge, sorry, K3 into the challenge into the classic. I think you're talking talk about a different guy there because as yeah, far as I know. Pissed off to Japan when he was 14 <laughs> or something, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, have never played a game in Korea. Why is quite uh, getting heralded on Twitter as being 
Ooh, Korean scored, but anyway, he has Korean, yeah. Uh, pretty sweet goal, actually. Um, it, well, it wasn't, it wasn't, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, okay. I mean, he he does well to create himself the space, um, and then he does fire it straight through the keeper's legs, who... Yeah. Who spread wide in the Watford gap. Yeah, who looked like wild, looked like last Friday night lying in the, uh, in, in the floor of a of a slippery bathroom in Yoido. Yeah. So... And that, that, that made it uh, 3-1. And then, amazingly, uh, according to this website I'm looking at right now, uh, the next goal made it 4-0. <laughs> but that, that was scored by uh, Pulisic, who I'm fairly certain if I knew anything about John Book would tell you exactly who he uh, Anything about Dortmund uh, would tell you who, who he was, yeah. Uh, Christian Pulisic, an American midfielder. Oh, I was going to say he's presumably from, the, the middle, uh, from Eastern Europe, but... I'm sure he is of American something descent. So yeah, so I mean, pretty pretty decent uh, victory for 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 Dortmund. Um, I mean, it was a friendly f- for them. Quite what John Book hoped to gain from the experience, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least they are e- exposing themselves. Hopefully, not literally. Oh, I mean, this is the thing, you know, we're hearing all these stories and all these rumours, you know, links with Robin Van Persie, Fernando Torres, Samuel Eto'o, uh, Eric Paratelu, yep, me neither, <laughs> um, and we all know that they'll be lucky even sign Ryan McGowan from the United, but, um, uh, I mean, they're trying, they're putting their names out there, their, their name out there, uh, we'll see if they get anything from it, any exposure. As we said last week, Hyundai claimed that they 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 run in the ACL, um, brought them a lot of exposure, and that's why they're, they're prepared to pay a high salary. Whether or not that's just paper talk or, or actually going to be reality, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring up the ACL there because actually, first competitive fixture next week. Oh, so it is. Yeah. So. We've been talking about friendlies for Chumbuk, but there's actually going to be a real, live, meaningful fixture next week. Uh, and Between it will, the heavyweights? Well, not quite the heavyweights. Maybe the heavyweights in their own countries. But <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so these two teams are actually, or could potentially make it through to Souls Group, although you would expect not. But yeah, uh, 27th of January, which is next Wednesday. Yes, indeed. Uh, we've got Mohun Bagan, the Indian League champions, at home to Tampines Rovers. Tampines Rovers, the Singaporean champions. You want to make a prediction? My prediction is going to be that the blood will run in that one. It'll be a bloodthirsty match uh, between those two great rivals. Uh, but I'm going to go for purely because it's a one-off game at home. And I think the home team is going to win all the way through the the preliminaries. I'm going to go for Mohun Bagan. Yeah, the the preliminaries are generally weighted for the the stronger team to be at home. So you'd have to assume that Mohun Bagan of India are the favourites. You'd have to imagine so. I mean, which is a bit odd because I I would have thought that Singapore national team are better than Indian national team are really poor, aren't they? Um, I'll, I'll be honest. I've never actually seen the Indian national team play. I, I don't. I don't know anything at all about them. They made it to not this year's Asian Cup, but the, the previous edition, and okay. they were poor. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I would have thought 
Singapore was even better, but yeah. Uh, are these this Mohun Bagan? Are they from the Indian Premier League that Moritz played in for a, a game? Uh, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure, but I think the league that Moritz played for was a separate entity, like a rival league set up called the, the Indian Super League. And I don't think they gain entry into the to the ACL. So they got two separate top divisions that run independently of each other. I think so, yeah. I think so. Hmm. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. So I'm, I'm assuming, I'm going, I'm going to assume that the Indian Super League is actually not a FIFA registered league either. Because I would imagine FIFA would let you set up two, two separate leagues, yeah? And obviously the standard league must be FIFA if, if they're in the ACL. Yeah. So, so I'm going to assume that the Indian Super League is probably set up the same way as... The, remember they set it up in cricket, remember? Yeah. So I'm assuming it's the same idea as that. So that would mean then that Mohan Bagan probably are rank because all the good Indian players probably play in the Super League. So my money has suddenly swung back onto uh, uh, Tampon Rovers. I think it's, it's good to have a, a competitive football match to watch. I don't I suppose we'll be able to actually watch it. Watch? How do we go do that? I, th- I think we can get highlights somewhere and uh, yeah. do a brief match review next week's podcast. Well, I mean, it'd be good to actually, as you said, to have something to, to read if we can't see it, to wake up in the morning and look for, yeah. un- unlike what waking up to look for Celtic or Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> but something closer at home to look up to, yeah? Yeah. And then it's swift after that. I mean, I know we'll preview this next week, but swiftly after that game, we move into the, the, the kind of the beginning of the of the kind of tougher games, uh, where we have teams like Hanoi TNT, uh, Shandong Taishan, and Manchester United. <laughs> oh no, sorry, Muang Thong United. So I just saw the Thong and thought of Man U. So yeah, three weeks, three consecutive weeks of uh, preliminary matches, which will then give us a one-week break before the real group games yeah. start. Um, and we'll give Pohang one week to lick their wounds and say, how on earth did we lose to Chonburi? <laughs> no, Hanoi TNT, sorry. Yeah. Or Kitchy. Or Kitchy. Yeah, but they're too kitsch. But, I mean, talking about proper live football, we're both sitting here with massive smiles on our faces now, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. It's, it, it's getting there. Yeah, it's so close you can almost smell it. Yeah. Uh, I'm feeling excited, are you? I'm feeling excited as well, yeah. Do you want to try and hide it? I just can't hide it. There we go. Are you about to lose control, Paul? 